Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to the From the Shadows podcast. I am the producer, Jason Lewis. I would like to thank you for tuning in to the From the Shadows podcast. And without further ado, here is your host, Shane Grove. Hello, everybody. This is uh, Shane Grove, the co-host of uh, From the Shadows podcast. I'm here with Jason, the producer. Hey, everybody. How you doing? And, uh... You know, we're going to introduce this uh, episode here that you guys are going to be listening to. Um, it's kind of a cool uh, episode. Our guest is was uh, Isaac Best uh, telling us about a supernatural um, experience he had outside of Tiffin, Ohio on, I believe, uh, am I getting this correct, Jason? It was, it's called the, uh, the legend of the screaming Mimi bridge. Yes, that is correct. It's right outside of Tiffin, Ohio. Outside of Tiffin. So, uh, so we think that'll be, of uh, a lot of interest to everybody, especially from the North central Ohio listening area. And, um, you know, while you're li- you know, while you're listening to this episode, you know, don't be afraid to uh, get on our Facebook, our After the Shadows forum page on Facebook, our Instagram page, our Twitter, um, even go get on our YouTube channel, uh, From the Shadows Podcast YouTube channel. Subscribe to all those and let us know, number one, what you think of the episode, what do you think of Isaac's story, and uh, share with us your story. You know, I mean, I know Isaac isn't the only one in North Central Ohio that's got a story about going out to going out to a haunted bridge. Um, wouldn't you agree, Jason? I mean, the more the more stories we hear, the more people tell us about their experiences. We want to hear hear some more experiences from our listeners. Oh, definitely. I I look forward to uh, 
to when people leave comments about our current episodes or just things that may be sparked by them listening to our episodes. And you might spark something that uh, you remember that that happened to you in the past. And uh, we'd love to hear about it. Um, and if you're comfortable with explaining it, you might end up being on the show one day as a guest. Yeah, as, as a matter of fact, I just, um, you know, talked to uh, another lady from North Central Ohio um, who I think we may have on a future podcast about um, some haunted experiences in, in, in her house, you know. So, you know, don't be afraid. Reach out. You know, this is a, this is a good place to, to tell your story because uh, that's what we want to hear is uh, is a good, uh, good, good story from our listeners, you know, especially especially here in Ohio. So, uh, so Jason, I guess um, we'll uh, we'll we'll let the episode roll here and uh, see what kind of feedback we get about uh, our listeners' experiences themselves. So, yeah. Before you go, Shane, I want to. I can't reiterate enough. I want to tell our audience to like our Facebook page. And go to YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, join the After the Shadows podcast forum. Um, all of that. Very important. Um, we love to hear from you. And this is your forum as well as ours. And uh, we are all of like minds. And we like to know what's coming from the shadows. And this is a place that we explore such things. And we have a lot of fun doing it. Uh, so don't don't be scared. Uh, reach out and uh, contact us. Uh, we love to hear from you. Okay, yep. Shane. Yep, yep. So Jason, we'll, uh, we'll get a word from, our, uh, from this week's sponsor. And then we will uh, roll the episode. See you guys. From the Shadows Podcast, we'd like to welcome a new sponsor this week, Wise Funeral Home. Jerry and I are here visiting with owner David Wise because it's never too early to start planning. David will help you finalize your final plans. And Jer Jerry, what are you doing now? We're looking at caskets, not getting in them. Get out of there. Well, I guess Jerry found one he liked. So stop on by Wise Funeral Home, and David can help you find one you like. Because like he always says, if you aren't dead when you get here, the prices will kill you. There we good. Yeah, it's good. Okay, Shane, we're going to get this episode started. Let's get it going. All right. Good evening, everyone, and this is uh, your host Shane Grove of the From the Shadows podcast. Um, we have a have a kind of cool uh, episode tonight that's going to focus on some North Central Ohio lore. And uh, before we introduce our guests, let's introduce uh, the crew that's here tonight. Jason, you you here? Yes, sir, I am. How about you, Judge? Are you here? Are the you, Judge uh... here, and uh, I'm ready to talk about um, our guest's experience and some other like experiences in the state of Ohio. Wow, so you've done your homework tonight. I'm very excited. The judge has done his homework. Um, you can read the judge's briefs. 
As long as I don't have to wear the judges' briefs, uh, it's perfect. You wish. <laughs> and then we have uh, our uh, our lead field researcher, Elisa, is with us tonight. Did I get the name right? Yes, she did this time. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, let's introduce our guest, one Mr. Isaac Best, who is uh, calling us from Northwestern University in Evanston, Illinois. How are you doing tonight, Isaac? I'm doing good. How about you? Uh, we're all we're all anxious to uh, to hear your tale of uh, well. Well, we no could go. Uh, we could go with his his scary story that happened in Seneca County, or we could go with his the scary story of being a Ohio boy going to Northwestern University. That sounds a lot more scarier, to be honest with you. It does. You know why? You're right about that. <laughs> it does. So, Isaac, before we get started, I do want to I do want to point out to everybody. That you may be the smartest guest we've had on the podcast this far, so I don't want to—I don't want you to feel any pressure to sound really smart because none of us sound really smart. But, <laughs> but so I'll try to tone down the big words. Tone down the right. words. Thank you very much. Thank He's you. A very large lexicon, I'm sure. <laughs> so Isaac, Isaac, tell us why we ask you to come on the program tonight. Well, I believe it is because of an incident that happened with me and a couple of pals of mine a couple of years back on a notoriously uh, haunted bridge in the backwoods of Seneca County, known as, to most people, Screamy Mimi. Um, Screamy Mimi. Yeah, that's what I was always told it was called when I was a little kid. Um, and for those listeners out there who are in the area and sometimes we have you know we have people will drive great distances to see these things can you give us a ballpark of where screaming mimi bridge is um i actually if i had a map in front of me i could point it out exactly because it's on a small uh a small road off of county road 15 in seneca county near uh the old steyer bridge if anyone knows where that's at it's in the area too it, also supposedly haunted, but that's a. I don't have any stories about that bridge. <laughs> no, no, we're talking just we're talking just outside of Tiffin, Ohio. Yes. Yeah, just outside of Tiffin, Ohio, a little bit to the north on one of these back roads. You can't miss it because it's a bridge over a small creek right in between two hills, so it's really noticeable when you're going through the area. Well, I'm looking at. Um... Something that says Screaming Mimi Bridge is located in the northern part of Seneca County on East Township Road 148 near Morris right. Lake, not far from Old Fort. Does that sound right? That sounds about right, yeah. yeah. I can never remember the name of the actual road because that's not why you go to that road. You go there for Screaming Mimi. Okay. <laughs> so, Isaac, how old were you when you first heard about Screaming Mimi Bridge? When I first heard about it, I'd say I was no more than four or five years old. And what it, was uh, your first memory of hearing about the bridge? What was going on out there? Uh, my first memory is actually going over the bridge with my grandpa. 
because he would always use it as a way to get us, me and my uh, my brother, to quiet down in the car. Be like, oh, if you don't be quiet, Screamy Mimi will come out and get you. <laughs> I gotta be honest, that sounds terrifying for a kid. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was like just you know something uh, a grandparent, a parent would do in their car, like oh, if, or or like in parenting in general. Like, oh, if you don't do this, oh, the monster will get you. Like, just a joking thing. So I didn't really give it much thought. I, I got to admit, I, I got to admit, that's fantastic parenting right there. That is fantastic. <laughs> well, I, it, I mean, it got us to be quiet, so yeah. Put when the fear, I, put the the fear of God in you. Uh-huh. Yeah, my grandmother used to tell my brother and I, we spent the night at her house, if we didn't behave that raw head and bloody bones was going to get us. Apparently, oh my God. that is, uh, <laughs> and so years later, you know, I looked it up, and there is a raw head and bloody bones from mm-hmm. Tennessee folklore. So I didn't know what it really was, but it scared the crap out of me. My and grandma just, used to tell me that, too. That just, like a, that just sounds like a terrible uh, <laughs> dog treat gone wrong for Marines <laughs> back in the day. Like, <laughs> they thought that would be a great campaign. It was just didn't well. Didn't, didn't go well. Elisa, your uh, your uh, next research project is raw head and bloody bones. So that, uh, <laughs> we can give listeners uh, the history on it. So, Isaac, let's go back. So, when you were a young kid, you heard about it. But what was it that, that you were told? Who was screaming Mimi and what was supposed to happen on that bridge? Now, when I was little, I really wasn't told that much about the legend. Um all I was told was that uh, Mimi was a lady that supposedly died in some manner near or on the bridge. And as a kid, that was enough to scare me. Just knowing, oh, somebody died here? But as I got older, you know, of, like we would learn about Ohio folklore just through interactions with uh, friends and family. Or uh, eventually my friends and I started looking up a lot about it. And that's when I started to really learn more about the legend. Okay. So, Isaac, um, did it say anything about how Mimi may have died? Um, if I remember correctly, there were there's a couple of ways they say Mimi died, but they both revolve around her husband or husband to be, and him either it was either killing her in the one scenario, and the other one was killing her baby i think or unborn baby something along those lines it it, granted it's been like two years since i really looked into it because my friends and i looked at it a lot before we went out there that night okay gotcha gotcha so so as you as you were uh you know before we get into the story so the research that you did on it were you ever able to really figure out if there was a true historical person tied to the bridge there wasn't any like given um like if you're looking for like documents recording that that was a real person i never saw any of those all i really saw was the legend itself and that was sketchy at best uh from the sites i saw and most most of my information about occurrences there or the actual, like, acts, supposedly, uh, were from people I knew. Okay. So no, like, newspaper clippings or... No, there was, like, one online article I found, but it was just kind of a general overview of haunts of Ohio, and it had that in it. 
Gotcha. So I'm looking at some research that says the most popular version of the Screaming Mimi bridge is that Mimi had a child out of wedlock mm-hmm. and she couldn't face the shame of that. So she threw the baby off the bridge and then obviously having buyer's remorse, she regretted it and that she went insane. And now she returns at the bridge at midnight. Now that seems like a pretty common theme, by the way, um, through yeah. other stories, but there's also one that says that with Mimi says another story is that Mimi came from a wealthy family and her new husband beheaded her on their wedding night and threw her body over the bridge just so he could inherit her fortune. So those are really two totally different stories. Okay. That well, second one yeah. is the one that I remember resonating with me that night because of what happened. Well, okay. Let's, so, let's, well, let's, let's get into the story. Tell us what uh, happened that night. So I feel like a little bit of background on why we were even out there should be given. Um, sure. Because you're crazy teenagers? Well, I mean, that's part of it, honestly. (laughs) Uh, My friends and I uh, had recently become part of what was kind of a craze around the town of just going on, like, little ghost walks or ghost adventures. Um, So a friend, two friends of mine... uh, came with me that night the one drove the other one was just kind of there because he was really skeptical of any of this kind of stuff and he was he kind of wanted to be there to prove us wrong and we downloaded a bunch of apps over the course of two weeks beforehand that were supposedly like oh it has a little radar where it detects stuff near you and then there was one where it supposedly would pull words from the static of a radio it, that are supposedly from ghosts and we were like oh well what better place to try them out than on Screamy Mimi because we all know something happened there so we drove out there which was really stupid considering it was the middle of the night and I believe in December it was a full moon and it was just snowing like crazy there was snow and ice all over the road but we were like this is a great idea let's do it anyways so we drove, to, we drove to the bridge and parked the car in the middle. We didn't really worry about anyone like driving through because we had checked it out a couple of times in the past half hour just to see how much traffic would go through that road, and there was no one. So we were like, all right, we're, we're, cool. we're safe to stop the car and do this stuff. So we pulled out all our apps and started trying to like listen, see if anything would happen. Uh, there was someone that had told us they were supposed to put your keys on the roof of your car and get out if you wanted stuff to happen, but we weren't about to do that much. <laughs> and <laughs> so we, we sat there and eventually we pulled out the, the ghost radio app because we were like, oh, well, why don't we just ask it some questions? That might be kind of funny. And um, so we started asking it. We pulled up the stories that you referred to and some other kind of stuff that we had heard and started asking questions about it and the app kept getting the answers right and that was kind of weird we were like oh maybe it uses gps it knows that this is a haunted location and the app just knows what to say okay so let me stop there isaac so you would ask the app questions and it was getting the answers right yeah like it was we were asking really simple 
like yes or no questions at first, like up to this point, and it kept getting like yes, no, right according to the story that oh, we wow. had learned. Which, it was which all was already kind of creepy, but we were like, oh, it's, it just knows where we're at because it's a GP, it's a phone, it has a GPS. Like we're not asking it anything detailed. But you would be presupposing that the app knew the location you were at and knew that there was a paranormal story attached to that GPS location. Yeah, because we assumed like we're like it's a it's an app specifically for doing these kinds of things. It probably has areas programmed into it. Like, got gotcha. and of course you're probably searching on your for phone an for the inf- for the information anyway. Oh maybe. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So like, so, then, the so, so, so you yourself are skeptical of anything that's happening up to this point. Up to this point, yeah. Even though you even though you're going out hoping to find something, you're still very skeptical that even yeah. Even what you're hearing or for yourself. Okay. All right. Yeah. And like, and the app would give these answers through like the static and a very monotone, like staticky yes or no. It sounded like when you do a text to speech with Siri or some other app. But then we asked, I was like, hey, we should, or I don't remember actually if I was the one that, I think my other, one of my friends that was in the backseat was the one that suggested, he's like, hey, we should ask what um or who killed her because like in the one part or the one form of the story like it's her new husband that kills her and we're like well his name is thomas like this isn't a yes or no it has to say a name and in the creepiest screechiest high-pitched female voice the app just screamed tommy holy smokes Our eyes got huge, and my friend started the car, and it wouldn't start. (laughs) Oh my (laughs) goodness! First turn, and then he got it to go, and like his car had never done that. This is too good a story. So let's stop you there. So you had done research, and the research was that the husband that had killed Mimi's name was Thomas. Yeah, and then you asked the app. Who killed you? And you get this creepy voice who screams Tommy. Yeah. All right, that just gave me chills right now, and I'm not even sitting out on that bridge. Yeah, just just thinking about how I felt in that moment still gives me chills. So, so it answered you in a different voice than what had been. Yeah, uh, like, that was yes. what that was what caught us most off guard. Was that the voice and the like the tone, because it was just kind of not really happy, but just kind of content, and then all of a sudden switches to this distraught, like angry voice. Hmm. So, in other words, as a young man, that was your first experience of a woman scorned. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That was my first experience with a supernatural woman scorn. And so, and so then to complete the beginning of the horror movie, the car doesn't start right away. That's what he yeah. says. Which so, it made no sense because it was a practically a brand new car. I think a 2016 Fusion. So the voice that the voice that was saying yes and no. Was that a computer-generated voice, a male's voice? 
it, it sounded like a computer generated like text to speech male voice. Gotcha. And then when it responded in the screeching Tommy, you could discern that it was a female's voice. It was either a female or just a very, very high pitched male. But it definitely sounded female based on the pitch. Okay. Um, there is myth that screaming Mimi is like a banshee, so that's probably the scream you heard. Oh, I, I feel like I have heard that, but I don't I really know what... banshees. So, so yeah. Alisa, why don't you why don't you fill our our listeners in with what a banshee is? A banshee is a somewhat of a ghost, but they are more of a demonic ghosts they screech stuff to people once you find them or see them they like to just pretty much scream at you it's pretty creepy and well, something Isaac, I don't want to see that should make you feel better Isaac that it was a demonic ghost that was <laughs> screaming at you oh, not, yeah. just a woman, not just a woman <laughs> that had lost her head okay. totally oh, makes yeah. you feel better <laughs> that's just not any run of the mill it's a demon yeah. <laughs> and I want to, and at this point, I want to remind all of our listeners that Isaac is going to Northwestern University. So he's an educated, he's a very smart, clear thinking young man. And so at that moment, I have to, I have to wonder how clear thinking uh, and smart did you feel as you guys scrambled into the car that wouldn't start in the middle of a snowstorm? Um, what, what was going through you guys' heads as you were trying to get out of there? I know what was going through my head was I knew this was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Why did we come out here? What is happening? Go, go, go. Listen, I got to be honest with you. The start of the story sounded a lot like some of the stuff the judge and I did in our younger days, and now the end of it sounds like okay. a lot of stuff. Okay. All right, so Isaac, let's get to what happens next because um, I think our listeners out there are going to be are going to be pretty scared. At least I am, knowing what you're about to tell us. So, tell us what happened next. So you'd think that that was the worst part of it, but as I said, that story of her husband killing her really resonated with me, specifically for what happened next which was as we're starting to get the, or the car starting to move, it's slipping on the ice a little bit, but it's moving forward. I looked behind us just instinctively. I felt like something was there and was watching us. And up on the hill, just barely illuminated by the car's rear lights, was just a shadowy figure. Looked like it was about as tall as, well, actually about as tall as you, Judge. About the same stature. Like, okay. It just like a tall man holding something. Kind of, I, I don't want to speculate too much, but it kind of like um, like a woodcutting axe, like that kind of size. Holy smokes. Like, so, something like that big. The, well, let me ask you this. Hello? Judge, you still there? Judge, you good? I mean, I've heard of dramatic pauses, but come on. <laughs> what's, what's the deal? Yeah, that's carrying it to another level. No screaming Mimi, she caught up to him, man. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, 
so you look around and you see this figure up on the hill. Yeah. Um, like how long did you how long did you look? I mean, or did you just see it and be like, oh my god, I can't! I, I'm turning around and let's get out of here. I mean, what? Like what? I turned around, looked out the back window, saw it, and it kind of disappeared as we skidded and took off up the up the hill. So it so it kind of took off away from you. It it looked like it did as I was turning back around, but as we got started to crest the hill, I looked back and it was down towards the bridge. Like oh, it so looked it, it was moving towards us. Oh wow. Uh, so it was actually coming towards the car. It appeared to, yeah. So so once you guys got out of there and felt like I mean, felt like you were safe. Um, like, did you pull over, or did you just get to town, and did you just, or did you, I mean, wh- how, how was the ride ride into town? <laughs> Except for stop signs and some red lights, we didn't stop driving until we reached my friend's house, and then, even then, we sprinted inside and locked ourselves in a room. Now, when you guys were pulling away, were you guys screaming? Be honest. My friend that was driving didn't scream because he didn't look back and see it. But my friend and I, that were like the passenger in the back seat that saw whatever it was, we were screaming louder than I felt like I had ever before. We like screaming like "Go, go faster!" Or what were you screaming? Yeah, like, Screaming like there, there's something behind us. Just go, just go. Don't look back. Just drive. Now you're not. You're, Let him speed out of there. Now you're not currently dating anyone, are you? Right now, that could hear this and totally change their mind about what kind of man you really are. I'm not dating anyone right now. I'm in my room. There's no one listening except for whoever's listening to the podcast. <laughs> oh, so did you guys then? So, so what time? Uh, this there, you said it was snowing. So this was January, February. I mean, something like that. I, I think it was um, late December. Late December. So at any time then, was maybe, it midnight? When you were out there though. It was about midnight. Okay, so you went there. You went there at the time the folklore said that if you're there, you could experience something on the bridge, and sure enough, you experienced something. Yeah. Now, when the weather got nicer, though, was there? Did you guys ever say, you know what? Let's go back out and try this again and just see. I mean, did you did you follow up and and, and see? Um, if maybe it was just, you know, the, the app got lucky and screamed out the right name. I mean, did you guys ever like go back and, and, and verify your findings from that first night? Due to uh, my friend's busy schedules, I haven't even been able to get those two guys together, uh, since that night. So you guys are all chicken is what you're saying. You guys are all now, now so, I, I'm curious. About, is Jason, are you and Jerry prepared to go out to Screaming Mimi Bridge? Uh, yes, I'm prepared. <laughs> now, I have a question about that figure that was chasing after you guys. Uh, 
did you notice that it was like running after you or did it just appear to be moving because you said you saw it and then all of a sudden you've seen it again at the other end of the bridge i mean was it just like reappearing out of nowhere like in a ghostly fashion or was it running like it was a, a mortal being coming after you it it was it i never saw it actually run i okay. only saw it at a distance and then closer to the bridge as wow. if it reappeared wow so that's fascinating floating spectral figure you'd say a spectral figure with an axe though i mean yeah. <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to mess around i can't, with I can't say for certain if it was an axe but it was holding something in its hand that looked like that oh, i gotta my. say i'm jealous i've been there nothing's ever happened Really? I've been there yeah. tons of times, and we had never had anything like this happen. The only thing we did was scare the crap out of my cousin, though. midnight. <laughs> yep, we went at midnight, we did everything we were supposed to, and nothing. So, Isaac, Isaac, did you ever try those, uh, those apps anywhere else to see if you could capture any kind of voice phenomena? Um, I think... I think we used the ghost radio app one other time, but we used the uh, the radar, supposed radar ones a lot. Uh, random cemeteries or um, older buildings around town. Hmm. But we some uh, of the folklore, some of the folklore, the research I've done, and this goes to you, Elisa, um, that. These the the ghosts, the screams, the whatever there that mm -hmm. is out there only occurs near the anniversary of the person's death. Hmm. So it's not something that you could go on any given night and hear, you know, a baby cry or, or a lady wail or something like that. Yeah, her scream. The anniversary. So we don't really know what screaming Mimi, you know, assuming that she was a real person, was murdered. Yeah. We don't know what time of year it was that she was killed. Maybe, you know, maybe Isaac had the dumb luck or the good fortune to be <laughs> close to that anniversary date. Yeah. To basically get to experience something that probably very few people get to experience. Yeah, I heard that, too, because my we live by Tiffin. And me and my aunt and my cousins like to go to haunted places. And it was like, okay, let's just go because we had nothing to do. And I mean, everybody had different experiences. So I might try again when, well, that time of year, maybe something might happen. So, Isaac, um, does this experience make you a believer in the paranormal? I'd say it does more so. Uh, than anything else I've had happen, because I've you know I've heard stories from friends about stuff happening. So I kind of, for most of my life, I've kind of thought that there was something weird going on in some cases, but I was mm -hmm. always really skeptical. But now, like when I after I had that experience, I'm I'm definitely more open to looking into these kinds of things. Well, kind of just immediately saying, oh, that can't be true. Yeah, it was, was kind of like me when 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 I was a teenager and the, my dog man experience is that after you experience something like that, not only do you believe in that, 
but you also step back and say, well, if that's real, what else is real? Yeah. You know, what else is out there? Yeah, you can't, poss- you can't possibly discount anybody's story. And, mm-hmm. uh, right. Because, you, I mean, it just it wouldn't be – then how do you expect anybody to, to buy into the story that you're telling, that you right. know through, if you're just so easily going to discount somebody else's story? And, uh, you know, and I, you, we hear that quite a bit from people who have never experienced anything. Of course, they're not going to believe it, but then you hear people time after time again, you know, and, and Isaac, you're not sitting here telling us, well, I know it was screaming Mimi screaming at us through the phone. And I know it was Tommy running at us with an ax. You're just merely saying, Hey, look, I went out there like a crazy person and and called upon something and something happened okay and i think that's kind of the um probably the mistake a lot of people make you're you're not saying definitively what happened you're just saying you're just saying this is what i experienced i don't know what it was yeah and and you draw what conclusion you want and as the famous tagline that i use is that uh you know, I'm going to pass the gavel to the listeners and they can be the judge on what is real and what's not and to, to them. So we really appreciate your story. And, um, you know, I did some research because, you know, it seems like every town in every state has a crybaby bridge story. So, you know, with just about any folklore, there's an element of fact with mm-hmm. any story. Very few times are you going to have someone just create an entirely fabricated story. There's always some background to it. And so my research found that there's at least 24 other bridges in Ohio alone that are considered a a crybaby bridge with the story of a, a distressed mother who kills the baby or kills herself and she or the baby haunts the the bridge forevermore. And so, but what I found was that there were actual factual real cases in which people did this. They killed babies. And so, um, you know, looking through some of them and just kind of hitting, you know, some highlights of of some, obviously we're not going to go through all of them, but, you know, there's cases back, um, going back into the late 1800s, all the way up through the 1960s in Ohio where people have killed babies and threw them over bridges. Um, you know, one, one in Cleveland involved a guy by the name of Harry Stewart snuck out of his home at 812 Superior Street in Cleveland and slit his two-month-old baby's throat and threw the body into a nearby sewer. The baby was found a week later, um, you know, at, by this bridge, they called a suicide pier then, um, and the guy fled the state and eventually arrested him. But there's 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 all over the country and multiple cases in Ohio, um, you know, where that's happened. In 1950, the body of a baby girl was found on the Kentucky side of the Ohio River, down by U.S. Grant Bridge, down by Portsmouth. Um, um, here's one, you know, they, they just go on and on, but. So 
there is some factual stories out there of people murdering babies and throwing them to the bridges. So maybe there's that one story or two stories or three stories that these bridges are really truly haunted. And maybe you were, you had the either good fortune or misfortune to experience one of those haunted bridges. I know there's a lot of people out there who'd love to experience what you did. I'm not one of them. <laughs> I don't blame you there. Now, now Judge, I, I don't know if this is the forum where we can, maybe you can shed some light on a folklore from our county. Um, but since we're talking about driving out somewhere oh. and getting scared, um, what was what was the name of the... Uh, the lane off of, uh, uh, oh gosh, what was the name of the road there that went from Pfeiffer's Dairy Farm to oh, Pig's Alley? Pig's Alley. Um, yeah, Pig's Alley's. Uh, you know, we have a we have a road, Pig's Alley, that uh, there's you know obviously some folklore behind, but there but there's also the story right around that area about um, about this is I mean gosh this predates probably early 1900s where this young girl was sent out to do the nightly milking and she, you know, took the pail. She took a, you know, her, the gas lantern. She went out to barn to do the milking. She was out there a long time. Her father yelled out, Hey, you know, what's going on? And she didn't come. She didn't come. And they just figured she was trying to prank them or something like that. And so they just went to bed. Well, the next morning they get up. So apparently she uh, went out to do the milking and grabbed the judge and took him off the air. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure what he I'm not sure what the judge is doing, but now I'm kind of freaked out because he's disappeared twice now. Yeah, he always disappears right as he's about to talk about or say something about what happened. Right, and exactly. It's I, like I, someone I, snatched him. Like, don't share the info. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. It might be. It might be a dog man. It might found where he lived at. It's <laughs> caught up to him after all these years. Yeah. So, uh, so Isaac, let me ask you this. So you're there at college. And you guys have, uh, are you a freshman in college or a sophomore? I am a junior in college. Junior. So, so um, gosh, I'm trying to remember back to my college days, but that's so long ago. Um, but you guys are hanging out in the dorms and, and, and you got, is there any, anybody share, you get, have you shared this story with any of your uh, college um, roommates, dorm dorm mates, anybody like that that you just kind of been hanging out with and shared the story and um, um, if... I think the only time I really shared this story here was um, they have around Halloween every year like a, a haunted house thing that they do in the main library where you can share, you can go through this really poorly done haunted house and <laughs> Then at the end, there's uh, kind of an event where people tell, like the, the staff tell haunted stories about the campus, and then students can tell, like in small groups, stories that they've heard or that they've experienced. And so I talked to a small group of people at an event about it, but that's about it. 
I so I, I just am curious, you know, because um, I know every time Elisa goes and, and talks uh, around, you know, people come up and share stories with her. Um, every time we do a podcast on some subject, people are reaching out to us and and sharing with us some of their experiences. I just I was just curious to see if uh, people had done the same with you, you know, especially, you know, being around a bunch of college kids some people, they're probably done some crazy stuff. And, yeah. you know, maybe you guys could one up each other and somebody give you their story. So, but, uh, it sounds like you're, sounds like you're going to school with a bunch of rum dums out there. What's going on? Just a bunch of smart oh. guys studying. Nobody's, nobody's telling ghost stories. No, the difference is us being from a rural area. The kind of things we do is go check out ghost locations or go do stupid stuff like that. Because there's the absolutely re- there's nothing yeah. to do, and so you're just gonna okay. So like yeah, <laughs> Tiffin, there's not much to do. So you 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 find ways to have fun in like almost ridiculous manners, like searching for ghosts. Most of the people that go here, like they came from big cities where they didn't have to do any of that kind of stuff or they just didn't think about doing that kind of stuff most of the students don't really have ghost stories the staff do about the campus but not really the students oh really well that would be interesting (laughs) yeah i'm i i it's probably the only way i could get on to campus at northwestern is to come and do like a ghost podcast because they certainly wouldn't accept me for academic reasons So, well, Isaac, um, since we have mysteriously lost the judge, um, I mean, he's disappeared altogether, and uh, hopefully <laughs> hopefully that's not part of the story. He just got back. Oh, he just got back. Well, we don't need him. So, <laughs> One second we'll, here. And we'll, uh, we'll uh, and, and well, now here comes the judge again. Okay, I got I I got cut off and I have no idea where I left off at. Where you left <laughs> okay. I think you were done. I think the story was over. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, well, we we're just getting ready to wrap it up with Isaac. Is there anything you wanted to add? Nope, I don't think so. Okay. Good story though tonight. Yes, yes. it was. Yes, it was. Thank you yeah. very Thanks much. Appreciate it, Isaac. Yeah, we appreciate it. And if uh, if you get back into Seneca County. Um, over Christmas break or next summer, and you want to take uh, some of the crew out to uh, Screaming Mimi Bridge, uh, I'm sure we've got some volunteers. Not me oh, or yeah. the judge. So. I'll go. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> and, you know, uh, Isaac, you didn't get to meet uh, Jerry, who's one of our uh, one of our teams. I don't know if you've heard of him or not. Oh, Jer- Jerry, is he the one, you know, I've heard it around campus. Is he the one that tackled Bigfoot? You he's, know, the well, he's the wow. one. Wow. So he what was on saying podcast. is that his, the, a man of his legendary prowess has reached Evanston, Illinois, about him tackling Bigfoot. I think yeah, he, they're, they're always saying we need him as a linebacker. Like Our defense is so piss poor out here. <laughs> I'm, sure he has some, I'm sure he has some eligibility. Left. Yeah. Nah. If he can tackle Bigfoot, he certainly can tackle uh, J.K. Dobbins. Ah. Well, if you can find a helmet, if you can find a helmet big enough to fit Jerry, maybe. Oh, well, he doesn't need a helmet. <laughs> uh, all right, Isaac. Well, we'll okay, let you get thank going. Thank you very much, said, and uh, we'll let you get back to uh, 
being a college student and your studies. Good luck this year. All right. Thank you. Have a good night. Yep. Good night. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Good night. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, a final word. Please visit us on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash from the shadows podcast and on our Instagram page at instagram.com forward slash from the shadows podcast. You can visit our webpage at from the shadows podcast dot or contribute to our Facebook discussion page called after the shadows and tweet us on our Twitter feed at twitter.com forward slash podcast underscore from. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to hearing from you all. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. (laughs) <laughs> God only knows what's hiding in that shadow. God only knows what's hiding in that Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.